Hello, and welcome to episode 9 of the Bone Robot Games podcast. This week I brought with me a special elite gamer friend. Say hi, Aaron. What's up, going up? What's up guys? Thanks for having me. We're going to talk about something that we are, I would like to say, experts at. Apex Legends. <laughs> Definitely experts, my guy. So, Pro level. We got the we got the time in, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But more specifically, something that's been bothering me lately, something that's been been itching me is uh, all of these pro people on Twitter, all these people that have a voice, all of these these top players have been nonstop complaining about aim assist on controller. And I can't yeah. stress how how little it actually means. Well, I mean, just when you put it simply, right? Aim assist has always been around, mm-hmm. right? It's not gotten stronger. It's not new to Apex. It's been there in Call of Duty and every Apex event, you know. Mm-hmm. But now it's overpowered because they're a little salty about tab strafing. Yes. It re- that's really perfectly sums up. They're just, for some reason, turning their attention to something else that is a, a complete non-issue because they're mad about something that's getting taken out of the game. Which I think is more indicative of a major overall problem that's with Apex and its developers where they take things out of the game for no reason, really. And now, you know, the, their balancing is questionable. And now the people have to focus on something because they're angry at the game. Their balancing is dog shit, okay? <laughs> we can just say that straight out, mm-hmm. right? Like, <clears throat> there's very it's very simple how they look at the game and how they balance it. They look yeah. at pick rate, win rate. They don't care if, you know, someone's overpowered, like, you know, with the most recent example being Seer, he's still overpowered. They made nerfs because his pick rate wasn't astronomical. It was just slightly higher. Yeah. But, you know, that's what really fuels their decisions. I mean, how like they, they say, oh, controller aim assist is like super overpowered, but it's like the other day, I remember a, a, an enemy team pulled up on us. I heard them coming. I hid. They immediately came up to me and killed me, and I was like, how do they do that? And I was like, oh, they have a seer. He heard my heartbeat. Well, I was not moving at all, and he knew exactly where I was, and they descended <laughs> on me and killed me. But for some reason, it's a bigger issue that people on controllers get their their aim adjusted a little bit. And I'll say this right off the bat. I hate aim assist. It does not help me. I have had more times where I'm I'm looking down a, a long hallway or a small choke point, and I want my aim to not move a fucking micro inch. I don't want it to move whatever. I want to keep the shot straight on, and someone will like run across my crosshairs, and it will drag it just the tiniest bit so that I'm not aiming where I want to be. Hmm. That would be a good experiment to do is like because, you know, myself included, I don't know or feel the benefits of aim assist. I feel like at times it kind of keeps me behind targets, yes. you know, doesn't allow me to react the way I want to. But then again, I've never tried it without aim assist on at all to see what that would be like. I think I'm going to take it off if it's an option on console because I, I will the other day when people first start talking about it, I was coming into fragment. Try this. Everyone try this as an experiment. Drop 
in epicenter immediately <laughs> run to fragment right there's gonna be people in fragment the building that is that is half broken across the the bridge across the lava bridge that you can see into there's gonna be people on top of it so pull up to the building 100%. And, and just and get your 301 out and just let your controller drop it on them and then don't move right when they move you'll notice it's gonna pull it towards them I swear to you it's gonna pull it two pixels and then it's gonna stop <laughs> it's I've tried this just the other week so I want to see I was like how strong is aim assist it does nothing for you it's not it's not dragging it to them it's not following their movement it's not doing anything it really I honestly don't know why it exists personally from me having played like Halo my whole life and you know, not playing, you know, CSGO or any real, like, PC shooter. Coming from exclusively Halo, it's like, I, I've just been tracking people with the controller my whole life, and I've ne I've always had this experience. It does, like, a weird drag sometimes. It doesn't always activate, and when it does, I feel like it's a detriment to me instead of a plus. Well, I mean, games like Halo or... Um, Warzone... I feel like you can make an argument that they ha aim assist would have a bigger impact overall throughout the game, right? Because the movement mechanics in those games don't really allow for you to zoom by somebody or to jump clearly over someone's head to make them do a 180. Yeah. So, you know, in those games, when there are only small adjustments, you know, aim assist really could help. But, you know, half the time in, you know, people jumping off walls and using abilities and... Mm -hmm all this other stuff in Apex, it's like so limited and you're right, there's times when like you get close to them, but then you get put in cement almost trying to get that last correction because of aim assist. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's like zipping us onto targets so we can beam them. Yeah, exactly. It's like uh, like one of the points that, that some pro player was complaining about was that, oh, you know, at long range, you know, mouse and keyboard wins but at close range aim assist wins on controller i'm like no it doesn't you especially in apex where you can move around so fast like close range fights suck because it's too hard to track because they're moving across your entire screen instantly that's hard for everyone to track it doesn't matter what you're using you know pc have all these crazy advantages it's so easy to maintain your crossers over someone like even just go on an xbox and look go on an xbox and, and put the sensitivity to whatever you want and just try and track someone it's so much harder just by virtue of the way controllers work mm -hmm. and what you're using fine muscles rather than you know your larger muscles yeah to, to just make sense and you just have the the thumb you know you just have that thing but like even the uh, i feel like the technology is limited the mouse gives you these like micro inputs where you can move it just a little bit or you can control it very minutely but like, even if get get a get an Xbox 360 controller, a PlayStation controller, whatever you do, and move it just the smallest amount. Like, move the stick until from when it's not your crosshair is not moving at all until it is, and see how little that thing is, and see how much effort it takes to move the stick just that little bit. It's 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 very hard to do it with just a thumb. So there is a, a I, th I would say there is a special expertise. And there is a difference in learning how to play a, a controller versus a mouse and keyboard, but aim assist has virtually nothing to do with it. I mean, that's absolutely true. I, I second that 100% because just think of like <laughs> controller kick technology hasn't increased barely anything since Nintendo 64 joysticks, right? 
they're mildly better on the other side of things computer you know the mice now have you know lasers that are more precise on the movements and reading more things you know the technology hasn't come the same length on pc as it has on or on console as it has on pc so exactly you think about it from a mechanical standpoint you know you're moving the how precise can it really be when you're moving the stick in this very small range of of things you can't precisely go into like a very small fraction or an angle that you want to do but on the mouse you have so much you know you can use your elbow you can use your wrist you can do a a turn you can do a twist and it has these very small movements that are easier to track and you and you move over your entire computer screen you know you could use your mouse right now and you know how easy it is like to to, with your sensitivity you use it non-stop when you're on a computer you know so it's like you're training your mouse even when you're just browsing you know i'm not on my no one is like you know what i prefer using my xbox microsoft edge browser where i have to use my fucking controller to scroll through everything no one wants to do that <laughs> shit they want a mouse and they click on it right it's like the equivalent to like using a, a laptop mouse pad versus the normal exactly. or traditional mouse pad like it's not the so, same bro the, you need this, this is like an overreaching problem to me where all these top players come in and they they just like complain and they and they for some reason it's like a new trend where they don't realize that they're role models even though they have 10 20 30,000 daily viewers on Twitch and they go oh, at Apex you need to change this right now and I'm like well no they don't first of all and but it also <laughs> is like breeding this idea that like everyone in the game thinks that they're game developers and every little problem that they that they tell that they scream at the developers is like a a real issue or something that's actually messed up like i don't think the pros are actually thinking about what goes on with ea right why would you think that tap strafing being removed has to do with casual outcry Right, I've never seen it in a game. I've Neither only seen I. it on YouTube or TikTok, you know. And I'd imagine that's most of the player base. And so it's not the outcry from casuals that got it removed. It's well, like you said earlier, the development team has flawed decision making. Mm-hmm. Right, they pick out these little things that they didn't intend. And they want to take it out. Like bunny hopping, man. Bunny hopping did nothing besides let you heal a little and move a little quicker. Yeah. Right? Like, wasn't overpowered in any means, but they took that out because it wasn't intended. Yeah, exactly. They have a very specific, like, line of thought that they do for balancing the game. It does not line up at all with what the players want, or even if the players are right or wrong, it, it never coincides. I mean, there's still audio issues that have been pervasive since season two and three where you can't hear people properly and in most instances they've gotten worse when they when they put olympus first in when you went over the long zip line to the top of the waterfall above turbine you can't hear shit i would get in fights there i had a clip where i was staring at a fuse just emptying a clip and not there was not a single sound there was not a single bullet sound you know there's all these problems that developers aren't balancing it like that you know and but then they go ahead and take take tap strafing out and they all take it as a personal slight you know because they have but even when you look at that it's like 
you know, does it matter that much to your gameplay? Not really. Everything is the exact same. Tap strafing wasn't like this huge skill ceiling that only the best pros are using. You just bind a, a key wheel, you know, uh, your mouse wheel or whatever, and you bind a key and you can do it. Right. Right. <clears throat> I think it's just their overall salty about, you know, the changes and the way that the developers make changes and it's not really... Uh, doesn't really correlate with the outcry like you said and like <laughs> that's a perfect example was the audio man like mm -hmm. the, what are we 10 seasons deep now and everyone still complains about third parties and the audio being dog crap and nothing has ever been done about that no adjustments no patches no. so how could you think that they're worried about what people are saying dude yeah. like they they have what they want to do and that's all they're gonna do Exactly. They, so they, they follow their own path, their own line, and they make adjustments at will, and everyone just keeps playing it because, at, at, for, good, for better or for worse, at the end of the day, it is a very fun game. When everything's clicking and everything's going well, it is fun to, to play and to shoot, and there are enjoyable parts about it. So they can, like, unless they make a drastically horrible decision, people are going to just continue to play it. But you could look at, like, you know, it's season 10, there's... there's audio issues obviously there's all kinds of issues like this but then i think an even bigger problem is you have you know people they're oh they're complaining about anuses or something like that but like you have legends that go wholly unused and and people you know it's like they people don't care about that oh there's another thing that the l star has been a complaint recently People complain about yeah. L-Star in arenas, they complain L-Star is too strong in, in the regular loop pool. And this is, this is my, this actually ties into the earlier one either. My, my biggest gripe with this is, right, if it's so strong, then use it. Then use it. Then use it. <laughs> the way, the way to show the devs, the only time the devs will actually get rid of something is if literally everyone abuses it. You know, if, if like, but, but they don't. You'll go into a game and you'll see whoever, you know, some someone from NRG or someone from TSM just use the Prowler and rip someone down. It's not like they're running double L-Star because it's just that good. Right. They, they get, it's so funny that they, they, they're basically children. They get killed by an L-Star. They run to Twitter to cry about it as if it's a bad gun. And then they go on and they, and they shoot you from 400 yards away with a charged Sentinel anyway, and it doesn't matter. It's like all of the guns are, they have pluses and minuses, there's positioning, there's so many different things to worry about. I can hear a, a fight from 300 meters away, literally, but I can't hear a guy open a building in the bottom floor of the same building I'm in. So it's like there's, right. there's a million things that need to be balanced and everyone's like, it'll start too strong. Then use it. And like, how is it too strong? Like, yeah, you, there's a barrel on it now, so... You know, it makes it a little bit easier to control the recoil. And the magazine is like, I barely see any difference in the magazine when you have one on as compared to when you don't and you're fighting someone. Like, that still overheats. You still have to pause. You still have to give it time to cool down. Yeah. So it's like, it, it's not that much different than it was before. It's just more people are using it because there are more attachments that you can put on it now. And, you know, now it's doing well, but it's always been a good gun with not a lot of recoil. It's just, exactly. you know, people have to find something to complain about. I mean, you could say that for, like, pretty much any weapon. The R99, if you hit all your shots, it's going to kill someone in one clip anyway. Mm -hmm. I mean, pretty much any gun will. So, so what's the worst 
problem with it then, right? If they, they all do a ton of damage, if you don't miss a single shot, you can you can kill a whole team with some guns, if you're, like, you know what I mean? So the you shouldn't be getting rid of guns based on the potential, because you know that no one's going to hit every single one of their shots nonstop. They're not superhuman. So, you know, they have all these weird complaints, but it's like, the things that I won't fix, I think the thing that most people won't fix is stuff that we can't control. That goes back, like, you know, if the L-Star is so strong, then use it, right? I can still, I can, like, complain about the L-Star, but the only thing I'm hurting by not using it is my pride, right? Same people that complained about the Spitfire, it's too strong. Sure, it does 18, 19 damage a bullet, it has a gigantic clip. I was using it every game. People are saying, yeah, the L-Star is too strong. <laughs> say, okay, then I'll pick it up every time I see it. Because you need to, right? For sure, real. whatever. That's a good... Exactly. And then they put it in the care pack. Is it a solution? Uh, whatever. But the problem is, I can't control if I can't hear an octane running by me. Like that's not anything that I did wrong. So that's when it starts to feel bad. When I get killed by a guy because, the, you know, they jump padded onto me and I don't hear them until they're literally shooting me. You know, that's where it's like I can't do anything. Yeah, and that's that... yeah. Oh, that's not what the developers are concerned about right now, you know, because it doesn't... Because, like you said, people are just still going to play, right? These yeah. audio cues have been going on for 10 seasons now. Um, nothing has been done about it, so... <laughs> why, at this point, they're like, you know, people are just still going to play. Um, we'll make changes to characters, which are always nerfs, never really buffs, to try and balance out this pick rate and win rate. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we'll... We'll throw in new things as we see them and nerf them as we see accordingly. Exactly. The uh, audio you can, is your own problem. If you're making a case based on, on guns, right, you can point to any gun as being potentially too strong. The EVE 8 is insanely strong. I mean, you, when you look at console, there's all times. These guys are crazy good shooters on console. How many times have you seen a console clip where a guy hits a bounce pad, mid-air turns 90 degrees and hits a fucking Kraber headshot and just downs a guy and they freak out, right? I could probably name five different people I've seen get a crazy Kraber clip like that on PC. I've never seen it on console. You just can't aim like that. But there's right. like a, you can make the case for any gun being too powerful. And sure, balanced guns, that's that's great. But there's so many legend problems, there's so many sound problems, there's so many other, there's so many map issues things that are not dealt with but they always find a way to add something goofy who asked for heat shields in the game not a single person but here they are and they put them in too strong and they had to nerf them and that's just like the routine the problem and and, that's, and you never even see you never saw like that many pros coming in and going oh heat shields are a problem they didn't care because they could still just it was just another tool for them to destroy people it's only when they start losing mm -hmm. to stuff when they feel pros are now this is the this is the ultimate crux of the problem. We finally reached it. When a pro loses to someone that they think they are quote unquote better than, then that thing that that person was using is a problem. <laughs> that's I think that's the overall gist because it's usually like guys and right, so it's like yep. that's just an overall gist with men in general probably. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like oh. No fucking way, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm better than this piece of shit. Like, he's dog water, bro, uh -huh. and I just lost. Obviously, it's because of the L-Star hitting for 19 and him not having to reload. Not that I missed half of my clip, bro. <laughs> not that, I mean, he probably could have jumped on you with no audio and lasered you with a, with a 301, and then we go, oh, dude, 301's broken. 
<laughs> Everyone needs a nerf, dude. I mean, look at, like, it's just so crazy. Every every second I think of another way where, like, PC has more advantages. You never see console people going, like, hey, we need to, you need to remove the fact that you can loot a box and move on mm. the console. PC people are never saying, you need to remove that. Oh, Oh, they can rebuy. Oh, you know what? A thing that I always have problems with when my teammates get knocked on console, the button to open a door, the button to reload my gun, and the button to revive my teammate are the fucking same. So I can't do them. When they're all when they're when they're next to me, if if there's a teammate knocked and he's standing next to a door and I need to reload my gun, you can't do any of them because it's all the same button. It defaults to picking the guy up and you're just screwed. But I mean on console, not only is it or on PC, not only is it different buttons, you know, just key bound to like a different thing so you can pick someone up and reload with a different gun. Like they have so many more advantages you can move and and they're like, oh, get rid of aim assist. That's what I'm losing to. This is truly a, a get good scenario. Alright, well I think we're having some audio or some technical difficulties. We might have lost Aaron for the time being. So that's fine, we'll forge ahead without I like his input because we played a lot of games together. Oh, hello, are you there? Hello? Hello, it looks like it sounded like you cut out a little bit there. I lost you for a couple seconds. Yeah, I, I did. I don't know what happened. It's been doing that periodically, but that was the longest one for sure. Yeah, it's alright. That happens sometimes. We'll, we'll overcome. So, what was the last thing you were saying? Um. I was just saying that console or PC has so many advantages over console. Uh, you know, looting while moving, uh, different key binds for all these different things. Yet, I very rarely, if ever, see console or controller people saying like, "Can we get fixes for these?" or "Can you can you nerf PC?" They just sort of like play the game. But um, my my overall point is that if if the problem with a with a weapon or a or a, uh, a thing like that that you can control it j is so bad and so overpowered and so strong that it gives you this is the problem they say it gives unskilled players too much it gives too much to people who aren't skilled they can just do this thing or do that thing well then use it right that's the if you're complaining about it if you're not using a, a rev ultimate and totaming and diving on people because you think you're too good for it then take the loss and move on because you're, you're it's like you're doing a personal challenge here Right, bite your pride, and you know the quickest way to get the change is to just abuse the crap out of it, and yeah. then maybe the developers will make a change. Exactly. I mean, when people were, I was like excited to try this new stuff. I look online, and someone says, "Oh yeah, you can rev totem now, and then octane jump pad, and bust on them with a full shadow squad." I'm like, "That's cool." And then all I was thinking was like, well, how do I beat this? How do I beat it if they all do that? Oh, I bunker down in a building, or I take my own pad and I run away, or you pad towards them so that they have to turn around and they run out of time. There's definitely things you can do to overcome it. With every game, if you look at fighters, you know, uh, a new thing gets put in, people realize it's super strong, and then they figure out how to fight it over time. And like, it, I've never been in a game, this is another thing that pros complain about, I've really have like gotten jumped on a couple times by rev ult things and sometimes you lose to it sometimes you just dominate them and send them back and, and nothing bad happens at all because they have to push again anyway they still have to hit their shots when they do it right I've, I've had a team push me as rev and we sent all them back and we each took one cell of damage you know so it's like they still have to hit their shots and they're like full dive bombing you 
you know, you can't really retaliate, but it's not like a guaranteed kill for them every time. So everything that they complain about, there's not really an issue. At the end of the day, we need them to fix the goddamn sound. I want to be able to hear. <laughs> that would be the nicest thing if they could just fix the fucking sound. But yeah, yeah like it, any gun can be overpowered if you hit your shots. Any ability can be overpowered if you have enough teamwork. Any combination of skills. It's really, it doesn't really, yeah, it's a huge, it's a huge advantage when you're at a professional level. You know, you see the big differences in uh, gameplay and what they're able to do with it. Absolutely. But for like casuals, which is most of the player base, you know, uh, Octane Totem is like, oh, if they're shit, they're shit. And they're just going to get sent back and, you know, it was a threat for a second. And now they're gone. Yeah, but it's like, oh, well, if they if they push you and you're out in the open, you would have lost this fight anyway because you're out in the open. And if they push you and you're in a building, then lock all the doors. That thing only lasts a little bit. They have to bum rush you. What are they gonna do if they can't get into your building? Or if you have all the doors blocked but one, and they all have to funnel in through one? There's like always another way to get around these these things. But all the people want to do is they go and complain about it. Please nerf this. I just died to it five times on stream. I'm getting embarrassed. Please fix this. <laughs> That's exactly it. I'm getting embarrassed. Please help respawn. Yeah. And I mean, like, you could make the case. I'll make the case right now. Look at the longbow, right? You get a you get a purple mag on the longbow. What does it have? 10, 12 bullets in it? That's that's like 60 damage. Yeah, I think it's 12 or something. 60 damage a shot, even at 10. That's 600 damage you can do with one longbow clip. You could you could kill an entire team with that, without having to reload your longbow. <laughs> you know, and no one's yep. no one's saying like, oh, and a longbow headshot at mid range will do 115. You could two tap someone and drop it. No one's saying like the longbow is overpowered. No one's saying the longbow is too strong. I can kill an entire team with one clip of the longbow. But for some yeah, reason, that go, it goes for any gun. It's like the G7 is a beast. You know, the yeah. flatlines have been a problem for three seasons now. Yeah. With how accurate the hip fire it is. Hemlock, Wingman, like R99, 301, like these have always been guns besides the P2020 <laughs> that you can do decent damage in a short period of time and get kills with. It's like, you know, none of them are overpowered. You know, they all go through their uses. Right now it's still the Flatline and the L Star, but like, you know, you can combat them with any gun and, and you can certainly use them, decide to use them and get better with them man like that's all it takes just get get a little better dude yeah exactly get a little bit better maybe play a little better you know uh, this and this goes if we're gonna get into it for real for real with pros something that i will do and you know i'm watching an algs tournament or even just watching you know let's say hal's stream and these people want to act like they're pros and they're really good they're all just good shots because mm. they, they they can barely communicate they're constantly just screaming at each other. They're like, you know what? What uh, communication is not good when they're like, it's like 50 damage, 60 damage, 150. He's knocked. That's helping no one. I can look at my kill feed and see you just knocked somebody. <laughs> I have the. You have to have awareness in a team fight. You telling me what you're doing is not good communication. Especially when three people are all simultaneously doing it. Exactly. It's like, okay, so someone's has only 47 let me do the math here let me stop what i'm doing let me do the math you said 89 <laughs> 42 <laughs> okay and who was that again bloodhound i don't see bloodhound who did you shoot like it's just yeah. 
It, they seem it seems crazy. They, it works out for them because I guess an overall information is power, but like no, it's no, no, that's chaotic. why it's, it's 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 fake. They they you think it's working out because they have good comms, but when you have three good shooters on your team, like there's there's clips of like you know snipe down clutching up fights. There's tips of of Rez or or Hal clutching up fights on their own. They're all very talented players. So when they're on the same team, they're gonna roll people. So when you hmm. see a clip and they go, he's and and they're all screaming at the top of their lungs at each other, do this, do this, do this, no, do this, do this. He's he's broken. He's won. He's down. It, none of that matters. You could have won this fight if all of you were completely dead silent. You can you can all <laughs> you're good at the game. You can read your surroundings. You can tell what's happening. You're gonna win that fight no matter what. And I think on the contrary, they have they're too impulsive. I've seen times where you know they'll drop a shield and they go get in here. They're in my shield. They all bum rush a shield, but the time that it takes for them to go even 50 meters from where they were to get in the shield, the shield is ticked down a couple seconds. The other team approached too with their own comms, and now the situation has changed. You're running into a bad scenario, and the person says, get out. Well, I just bum rushed it because you told me. <laughs> so now I gave up my old position. So there's so many things that are going wrong, so many actual calm issues that they're doing wrong and incorrectly non-stop but all that's going to happen there is the guy runs into a bubble because his teammate told him to he gets roasted by a close range l-star and he goes you gotta nerf that fucking gun <laughs> that's not my fault I, yeah like i wasn't that i was out of position overstretched and not with my team and you guys had to rush over it's that you know this team that was together and you know bum rushed by shield Maybe one of them had an L-Star. The L-Star is the problem in all that scenario. Yeah. So exactly. So the, and on a, on a not top-level player communications thing, if we're, in, if we're in Kings Canyon and we're in the bottom of the valley and we're getting shot at from Cage, right, and I get hit, you, you see, you're a smart player, you see I get my shield broken. All I have to say to you, the best comms in this is got hit from Cage. You don't need to know anything else. Now, we can, we're both smart players. It's not like we only play with each other. It's not like you can't function when I'm not there to, to tell you how much damage I just took or if I hit a headshot or not. You know, right. you play with randoms, you don't need that. I just say, got hit from cage. Now you need to know, okay, they, they're in cage, they have a sniper. That area is unsafe, we need to take cover. Or oh, And you're also thinking about, because you're a smart player, you specifically, is if it's Octane, they're gonna pad us. If it's Valk, she's gonna fly down to us because they know they broke your shield. You know, right. they're, they're, so you're thinking about all these things. We're probably going to get pushed. Let's not move anywhere. Let's get you covered so you can heal. Let me get covering fire. All of that is already just said by me telling you where I got shot from. And that's the best comms you can give. You know, there's people getting this thing. They get caught up. Oh, I did 65. I did 80. I did a headshot. I did this. I knocked him. Yeah, I can fucking see it. There's a kill feed for a reason. We all know how to read it. We're all good players. It's like... It's just so funny. They find all these weird things to complain about. And these are all pros. They're all, I mean, they're, it just goes to show they're, they're quote-unquote pros by virtue of being really good at shooting, and that's about it. I mean, and I feel like there's a certain point, like, with pros where it's like, <clears throat> let's take, for instance, like, Daltouche, right? And, you know, he's a P, uh, controller player, so, I mean, he's maybe a little bit different. But, like, Daltouche was a good player by himself, right? Like, you know, was wiping squads and doing everything by himself. But he only became a pro when he started playing with other people who, uh, who were, like, of his skill. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's like, even me and you, right? You know, we're not... <clears throat> the lasers every time we play and whatnot but we make good decisions we have pretty good shooter skills and pretty good game set 
if we were just playing with other people at our level, dude, like, there's no way we wouldn't get to masters or higher. Exactly. Just, just us. But it's like we don't. We need a third. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We need somebody who's on the, the same level with the same set of skills to help us get there. Because, you know, you can, like it's rare to find people who will climb the ladders by themselves. They're not yeah. really like crazy. It's and really we've experienced it with the audio ourselves. Like, we're like, oh, yeah, we just gave each other too much audio there. Let's, yeah. let's dial back. Yeah, exactly. So we have this game sense, I think, that is, is tight and it's there and it's good to go. We play very well together. And, you know, I could say a million things. Here is the crux of Apex. You, you can't plan for everything. We could be uh, a Pathfinder caustic team and the last zone could be in the middle of fucking nowhere and our characters get shit on by a Valk Gibby team just because they had the better luck in that scenario. They're, they're Valk Gibby with snipers and we're close range with our team, right? And there's really, the, we, you know, you can overcome it in certain scenarios, really good play or advanced play or baiting them with one thing or the other, or playing smart or hitting really good shots. But, you know, there's just times when even before one-on-one -on -one last game scenario, last circle, like, you know, you push an area and there's already two teams there. You couldn't have known that beforehand and you get slugged by an L-Star or an EVA 8 or whatever and you could chalk it up to say, those guns are too overpowered. Or you could say, well, if I play this character instead of this one, in that exact scenario it would have given us advantage. And maybe you switch that character and you get into a different scenario where the old characters would have given you advantage. It's dynamic. There's so much different stuff. You can only overcome so much so like fine-tuning the L star or whatever to like a ridiculous point isn't gonna matter because there's enough movement and character selection and map builds to make it not be a factor because you're not gonna get you know they're not gonna have height and ring advantage and team advantage and character advantage every single time you know and you can overcome it some of the time just because it's gonna be different every game what they all they need to fix to make it really really good is make the sound good and you gotta cut down how far away I can hear a fucking fight going on <laughs> bro if, I, how long have we said that like everyone has always said third parties is an issue in this game dude and like the it can't be too difficult to just decrease that range from which you can hear it man yeah. like and even if you just do that right cause that can't be too hard right even if you just do that, it improves the game drastically. Then it's like third parties only happened because, you know, this team was within, we'll say, 200 meters, right? Because you can hear shit from like 500 meters. Yeah. It was like, oh, well, there just happened to be another team around. You accept that. You know, that that is what it is. But you know, when people are traveling from across the map, hitting two balloons, hearing your shit, that's an issue. Yeah. And I'm not even against third parties as a concept a lot of people complain oh it's third party legends it's like yeah that's the most optimal thing to do so what the, and the way to overcome that is be aware every time you're in a fight we know this we've said to each other before if we don't finish this fight quick someone's gonna roll up on us and if we take this fight at the wrong time we're gonna be weak and someone's gonna roll up on us we think about it all the time we say it before every fight we either take it or we sit back because third parting is smart you can't hate on it it's a very smart decision the problem is when we're in skyhook we can literally hear people fighting in countdown when they're through two three hundred meters away so we're already thinking we're getting in a fight here with people and we're thinking well we know where to go next 
archery has been made for us because they're going to either be weak or there's going to be a ton of loot over there from the dead people. So it's like, you can't, you shouldn't be able to hear that right off the game. It's like, if you land there, you get in a fight, just and you have to expect, like, I'm going to get attacked from all of these points of interest because it's super easy to get here very quickly and they can hear me from across the map. Yeah, like, that's why Harvester is just like this null and void place I hate going because one, there's not a ton of loot and two, from that location, you can literally hear people fighting for in Harvest from every other point of interest on the map besides maybe um, that back city, I forget whatever that... Oh, the, um, the climatizer now? Yeah, like, yeah. besides there, everywhere else, you can hear fighting going on in Harvester, and it's like, bro. Yeah, it, it really makes no sense, especially, like I said before, you go into a two-story building, sometimes I won't hear a guy open the door or walk up the steps in my own building, yet I can drop in Overlook and hear people fighting in East Fragment. <laughs> you know, I, I, can, I can drop in Harvester and hear people fighting in Thermal, and it's just so wild. You can be popping a bat and still be, be in fragment and hear people fighting over it at the you know that new yeah. spot where uh, you know they used to be like it's 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 you can hear it too far. But you're right, like you can't hear an oct an octane who just uses jump pad to launch onto you. Like they're exactly. just gonna land unless you saw heard the pad that split second pad. You don't know they're coming. And, and then the last thing I want to touch on is I think a bigger issue above all else is there are some characters that have far, 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 far more advantages than other characters. <sighs> right off the bat, my two most hated characters right now are Seer and Valkyrie. I think and Valkyrie? I think they're both bad for the game. Yeah. Why Valkyrie? Well, Valkyrie can literally climb from... I mean, her, her her jet goes too high, first of all, as just a passive ability to be able to fly, like, as her movement thing. It gets you, like, super far. I, I was fighting someone today that went from salvage. She literally flew on her jetpack over to the skull by herself. The skull <laughs> hanging and salvage. I've had, yeah. In a different time in King's Canyon, today I had a Valkyrie go from the top level of cage and fly all the way up to, like, the top barrier where it says like get down or you'll die or whatever and shoot yeah. me from when I was on the outside of cage because she had a straight down angle from there it's like she she can her movement is so much just as like a base thing you can do with the character there's no cooldown on that you know for like if you use a grapple to get up there you can't if you fall down you can't grapple back up you're stuck in this fight well if she falls down you just fly away you can fly up anywhere that, that no one can get if like horizon can't go straight back up after she used her thing it has a cooldown. She just has no cooldown on that. And then I think her mm. ultimate is really bad for positioning. I've had a handful of games. The, the, the most egregious one was when you're pulling up on estates from the end of the rift portal and you're looking down on estates, there's like the two ramps to get there and no other way to get up there, right? We were at the top of that. There's, there's You know what I mean? There's the two pills. You're looking down at estates. Uh, mm -hmm. Hydro's behind you. We were at the edge of the ring. It's the last team. Uh, they're they're in there. It's a Valk. She they throw down a heat shield. They go behind where we can't see her. She activates her ult from in the heat shield. They get behind us faster than we can retreat. They know where we are because she can see us where she's landing. And then they have better positioning on us now. They landed in the buildings and we could get back fast enough. And we're out in the open and they destroy us. 
it completely eliminates the entirety of the last eight seasons before she got added where part a big part of it is like movement positioning if, if an octane is in that position they have to jump pad directly at us we shoot them while we're in the air if a pathfinder is in that position they have to zip line directly at us we shoot them while they're on it we have the advantage in all these scenarios because we had better positioning now all of a sudden valkyrie it's i, I couldn't shoot her when she was starting up because she was behind, behind a building in a heat shield it's too hard to track her when she's shooting straight up and in the air because she moves too fast and she moves fast off a zip line she can automatically see where you are as if she had done a bloodhound scan and it moves so far that she got better positioning on us even though we played smart the whole game and should have been awarded with positioning because of the ring but we're not mm. That's a big I guess I never. I guess I never have like been in a situation where um, her abilities have put me at such a disadvantage. So I didn't really think about hers as you know she does instantly allow you to change. You know the the high ground or the positioning um, golden rule of you know early rotation because you can rotate at any time with her and she does go up super high. And, scan everywhere i guess that is overpowered I never it's, really it also that. dude you don't even realize how far it lets you move if you're in um landslide on world's edge the old train yard you can literally go up from right outside the mountain instead of going through the tunnel to get to the at the edge of fragment you can you can take her thing up and land in the the parking garage area on the end you can make it there from train yard with her ultimate <laughs> it goes so far and as you're landing everyone on your team knows if there's enemies there or not right because so, it's so yeah, exactly so you remove this element from regular uh zip lines that other people don't have where if you're landing you just hope that there's no one there that's the the give and take on zip lines it gets you very far but everyone knows where you are and you don't know if the people are going to be there until you land but valkyrie takes that away and for what because she gets so many other bonuses she can also recon the things she has missiles that do damage and slow you she can detect you while she's in the air doing that and she has a giant fucking jetpack that you can fly around with at will it's crazy movement <laughs> i mean you look at somewhere like um energy depot where she can like fly under huge sections of it that like no other character can do you know mm -hmm. and then you go back and look at another recon character what can pathfinder do in in that scenario not like nothing like i said you could zipline i love him as a character but like you can zipline at someone where there's a balance to it where people can just shoot you while you're on it or they can take it everyone all the other movement legends people can just take your thing someone could just jump on a horizon lift somebody can take a zipline somebody can take a jump pad you can't follow a valkyrie they just win they just get away from that exchange for free with no downside <laughs> that reminds me of like i saw the clip and uh a dude uh, was chasing down a Valkyrie and she uses her all and he hits her for 197. Yeah. <laughs> and she just takes off and he's like had to reload his gun so he couldn't land the last yeah. shot. And I was like, bro, that is fucked. That I mean, fucked. it's just so much movement, dude. It's so powerful. The passive, all the stuff combined makes it like very, it, may, it feels antithetical to Apex as a whole. The, the idea of the ring positioning and all that, you know, people like to gatekeep. Well, it's like you can't gatekeep. Now you're in a bad spot if you're at the edge of the thing, which is always right a risk. For gatekeeping. You, yeah, which is always a risk you took. But normally it's like, well, they don't know exactly where I am. They're, if they come out into it, right, you, you fight them. And if you win this, well, everyone around me is. So now I'm on the edge of the ring. Now I'm in a bad spot. But that's a risk you take 
And, you know, if it's the last team, well, there's no one else to do it. You should be rewarded for that, but you're just not. Hmm. And then, and so that's why I, I dislike her uh, majorly. And then also Seer, I mean, Seer's got his own problems. <laughs> Seer will definitely get nerfed into the ground coming up. <clears throat> like, the bigger one would be her, 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 her not Horizon, uh, Valkyrie, because... No, no changes have been made to her since she started, so she's it as remain. But Seer, he'll get nerfed. Like they'll take away radius of his heartbeat sensor because that is overpowered. Yeah. Um. Then what is, does he have? Oh, like his, you know, the fact that his uh, tactical, you know, cancels abilities and healing and stuff. Eventually, that'll need to go because that's you know very powerful. Like, all the information it gives you is just enough in itself, exactly. let alone stopping stuff. Uh, oh, and... sir, the passives are, are insane, too, when they get all this stuff. You know, Val, like I said, can see people while she's flying. It's an insane passive. And, you know, what is, um, go ahead and tell me what Wraith's passive does for anyone. For anyone, anyone. Uh, she, she knows when people aim at her. Yeah, sure. Which doesn't work if they're hip, if they're not aimed down sights. If they're not aimed on sights, that's yeah, true. It's like one of the most useless passives. Compared to Seer, he can tell exactly where you are if you're within a certain radius to him. He can just see your heartbeat. He can detect you for for nothing. He loses nothing. He can just tell. Everyone's aimed on sights anyway. You're looking. That's what you're doing in the game. You shoot. And they're saying, well, how about if you're doing this, you can also just, you can just tell where people are. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it has by itself killed ratting in ranked. Yeah. Like tenfold, because yeah. rats used to be able to be like, oh, as long as Bloodhound doesn't scan this way, you know, I'm all be good. Like they're not gonna find me over here. But nope, now Seer just twirls around, yeah. randomly, and will be like, oh no, there's somebody over here, and you're yep. like, uh, oh, there's a heartbeat. <laughs> they're, they're northwest, and actually, for ratting specifically, if you have. If they, since they already have removed the, or lowered the radius a little bit, but like the more they remove it, you know, it's like almost better. Cause you're like, oh, well they're not super far from me. They're, they're 50 meters from me in yeah. they're 50 meters Northwest at, or less. And so it's like, it's just free. Like you basically, you get like a, a miniature scan just by aiming down sights at a building. You can just tell where they are. That's so strong. I mean, it is the equivalent to like bloodhounds tactical in the sense that like you don't see them but you know when that reticle turns that orange or red that they're that's where they are yeah. so like and i mean that's where they are you can easily summarize it and describe it to your teammates well, yeah, so that and, everyone it's, knows. and it's better than a bloodhound tactical because they don't know that they've been scanned Ooh. Oh, I didn't even think about that. They don't, that's why that's why I hate it so bad. Where I've been, I told you when I was ratting, you know, you get in that scenario sometimes you got to rat and you got to try and make what you can do out of very little bit. And I'm hiding. I hear people's footsteps. I hide. I get in the corner. A seer walks up, turns directly at me and shoots me in the face because I have, I'm expecting them to run past me. Why would they turn around and look into a bush? They, there's no indication that I'm here. I'm not moving. I'm hidden. He, but he, he, all he does is ADS. I don't know that he ADS. He saw my heartbeat. I don't know that he saw my heartbeat. And he, I, all I hear is footsteps, and I just try and hope to live. And even if you're a full team, even if you're not ratting, I, I'm in a building. They pull up on our building. They go. He goes. He gets to the base of it. And he looks up. Oh, they're top floor, or they're not bottom floor. He can tell you that right off the off the jump. And 
they go they they know that we're in there and yeah. if they don't if we don't hear this team coming up on us then which sometimes there's no sound then he just knows where you are for free without giving away his position or anything I, I never thought about that that is absolutely um very true and you know probably the next installation of patches that they make should be to address that because like you know it doesn't have to be like a, a visual cue like you know your heartbeat gets louder so you hear it on your screen if your you know heartbeat is being detected or something just to like give you some indication that they know someone has ran that over you and they know you're there yeah I mean, something, but uh, unfortunately, Apex doesn't have a good track record with it, so I can only imagine that they will very lightly debuff him and then, or nerf him, and then uh, who knows what they do next. So, all I know is that they're going to come out with some new skin recolors very soon. That's their main priority. <laughs> there will be absolutely packs and skins that you can buy. Mm -hmm using Apex coins coming out in the next week, upcoming weeks. Did you hear that they're going to be removing Loba? Did you hear that? Hold on, you uh, you cut out a little bit for me again. They're going to be doing what? Hey, I lost you a little bit. You said they're going to be removing what? Hello. Did you hear that they're, um, I saw, I don't know how credible it is, but they said that they were removing Loba. From the game? Yeah, like they're, it's, granted, um, it was only like uh, a TikTok of a screen, like a website that said that due to legal reasons, they will be removing Loba. What sort of legal reasons could there possibly be? I, I have, like, I don't understand. I don't think Loba's that bad, really. No, she's not. She's like, at all. But I, I, I mean, yeah. maybe, like I said, this, it might have just been, like, some bullshit that I saw. I have a hard time believing Like that, and that they're trying to rework her. They're trying to rework her tactical so it doesn't have the trail. That would be pretty cool. But I mean, I have my fingers crossed that they do some cool stuff with characters like that. But you never know. Again, their focus, unfortunately, as with every game, is how do we make more money first and how do we make the players happy second. <laughs> I don't think they even put that into consideration. <laughs> it's actually I think it's more fifth or sixth. <laughs> I think it's definitely more. Um, we need skins, we need new maps, we need new content mm -hmm. to keep people interested, but, you know, what it looks like is inconsequential, and what it does to characters is inconsequential, we'll patch it later. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, and it's like, it really only gets patched, and here's the thing, they, they drip-feed you these patches, where everyone goes, Seer's too strong, right? All these players complain about, watch, watch them nerf the L-Star, and then all the top players go, oh, thank God. We got what we wanted, and then suddenly they go, Apex is such a good company, they're giving us what we wanted. Meanwhile, seven seasons of audio issues have gone under the radar. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they fix everyone. If someone's just hopping on for a day or two, 
you know, after work, you're playing five games to, to cool off, have some fun with your buddies. You don't give a shit. You're picking your favorite gun, which is probably the RE45, just because you, you don't play very often. And you're going to get in the lobby with some people. And, you know, it's it's just, you know what I mean? Like, it, it doesn't, the same things that matter to the people who are spending money on the game. Like, you know, they buy a pack. Oh, cool, I like playing this guy. Let me buy some new skins for this. Let me buy a couple packs while I'm on today, right? Or let me buy the battle pass or whatever, right? People are playing, like, mid-level mid or less. Or, like, you know, they're not the people that are that they care about. They're really focusing on who's giving them money. And what if the only time it would be, like, fixed is if it's, like, a game-breaking thing. Oh, they're going to... This is going to ruin the game for literally everyone. Then we would get rid of it, but... You know, I don't think that they care that much. Yeah, like I forget the last game-breaking thing that um, where they had to adjust like a character because they were um, glitches or overpower, like were able to do something that wasn't intended. Like I forget what that last one was, but it's never like they only make small ones. Like you know, like you said with Seer, right? Seer is still overpowered. What they'll do next is like decrease the range of it. His um, passive a little bit, yeah. maybe make his tactical take another point zero one seconds longer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of changes they'll make. And everyone's and, gonna be like, "Well, that's until, a good start." Like, They're making you know, progress. No one is... <laughs> like, you know what? Yeah, man, that's like at least they're doing something. About Dude, they're trying. You know, Dude, stop giving them so much flag. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I just remember, it. I was joking about the heat shield earlier, but remember when the heat shield first came out and you could hear it anywhere on the map? Oh, yeah, dude. Dude, when the heat shield first deployed, I, there was a, there's a clip of Shiv playing when the heat shield first deployed, and he turned he had to turn his audio off because people would stream snipe him and then just drop heat shields all game so he couldn't hear anything. <laughs> and he would play with his audio turned off. Oh. That's so fucking and it, good. And it, took, and it took them weeks to fix that. They did not care. You think oh, that, like, man. I remember them. I remember this specifically. This was an issue. I remember them saying like, "Oh, we actually can't have this patched out by by the first week because of something. So you're gonna have to wait like a couple more days for this patch to get put in because we have to fix it. We have to we have to put it with something else. There's some issue, some fake back end issue that they can't do it right away." And there's like you have to wait a couple more days, and I did not play because it was that annoying. I just waited for oh. it to patch out. I don't remember that. I must not have been playing during that yeah, time. It but was, it was like that would be horrible. Like especially if there's like three or four of them going, like that would be dude. It would just be complete it'd, shit. It'd go, it'd be like whomp, 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 and I'd be like, <laughs> what is that? And it would be I'd be in the direct center of the storm. And I mean, dude, there's so many. Now this is making me think of how fucked up that entire season was, where there was like fake rings in the middle of the ring that they were adding, or whatever. There was like a, that goofy limited time. Oh you, yeah. That for some reason, like it, starting at season six, you had to play the limited time mode, and you just couldn't play regular Apex anymore. And so you had to play these like zones mode or whatever. It was so stupid. And they also put that lady's voice in that everyone hated as the announcer. <laughs> This is a, see, this is the problem with, with when they give you too much content because there's been like four seasons since then and new maps and map changes and guns and character changes that everyone forgot about that. I forgot about it until talking about the game for an hour. <laughs> yeah, all the stupid stuff that they've done. Yeah. That just didn't hit well with yeah. customers at all. 
Yeah, I mean, in the beginning of the game, when they had a limited time mode, it'd be like shoddy snipers. You could either play it or you could play regular. And then yep. for some reason, season five or six, there's like, no, you have to play this goofy mode now. You can't play regular Apex. You have to play ranked or you have to play the mode where there's a broken sound mechanic, heat shields, and, and I was like, yeah, this isn't fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't know their decision behind that. Yo, do you remember when you could, <laughs> in the first, like, two seasons, you could be lifeline and chill? It was like the original heat shield. You oh, just in the deploy store. the drone yeah. and just heal yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they don't, they don't think, man. All they care about, it doesn't matter. Everyone forgets about it because they they nuke Skulltown. Wow, isn't that such a cool thing? We got rid of everyone's <clears throat> favorite place. Isn't, don't you guys love that? Yeah, I mean, I feel like they do that with these maps. Like, release them, see where everyone likes to go, and, like, the most popular, like, oh, bam, there was some catastrophe here now. It's, it's ruined. Mm -hmm. it, they, like they, they try to make it dynamic now. by doing that. They try and tie some weird lore thing into it, but for me, it doesn't really hit. All I care about is, like, shooting. And I will say, you know, we just sort of dumped on the game for this whole time, but I will say that I say it because... I care so much about it because at the core it's a fun shooter the movement's cool playing with your friends is fun when we get in there we start fucking lighting people up and having a good time playing the shooter in these cool areas and it could be so much more if they if they cared about the game and they tweaked it it could be my favorite game ever that i would love but there's like every time i play it it gives me a reason to play and then it gives me a reason why i don't ever want to play mm -hmm. in the same city no i i i, I... You're absolutely right. Like that's kind of like you get that uh, those feelings of you know these good battles that you know aren't super short, so you don't feel like you're always getting cheated. Like the the game in itself is a good game. I really do enjoy Apex. I've enjoyed it since the beginning. Um, and honestly, if they would fix the audio, I would put it up there as like definitely one of my favorite games of all time, as far as like just the multiplayer i always like the you know first person shooter the guns are cool the abilities are cool the graphics are good you know it, it's a good game for sure if they just made a couple changes with that they don't care about you know it could definitely be you know a, a great game like that you know could have took over but you know unfortunately yeah that's not um, what they were about so i guess um as a as a parting Parting word of advice, I would say, if you want to be the best Apex player you possibly can be, right now, in today's current meta, run, you know, Revenant Octane with the L-Star on a controller, and you literally can't lose. <laughs> Revenant Octane, make sure you throw the Seer in there. Yeah, Revenant Octane Seer, uh, everyone use L-Star, and and play on a controller and according to the pros you literally cannot lose like this you'll you not, never lose you cannot it is it is impossible to lose that <laughs> especially just make sure you have only the 500 energy ammo you never have to reload dude no. like it's such yeah. a cheat yeah so don't worry go up against the pros it doesn't matter you go up in any lobby i don't care if that guy has a 20 bomb a 4,000 damage badge and he's got 35,000 lifetime kills on the character just take the l star you win <laughs> that's all there is to it the, the problem i have a bigger problem with pros and you know just their fucking uh the privilege that is just seeping out of their fucking whiny voices <laughs> than I do with respawn and not fixing the audio cues. It's like, bro, like, 
Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. You're benefiting from all this shit, making money for doing something that you love. Like, bro, who cares that uh, <laughs> the L-Star, it can have a barrel attachment now. It's overpowered. Like, come on. I was like, bro, you just hit me from 200 meters away with a wingman. I can't even see you. You've got complete recoil control. Somehow, my L-Star isn't doing anything to you from here. <laughs> you're snapping on me as you're wall jumping yeah. with this wingman, <laughs> and I'm supposed to track you with this L-Star. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck you, dude. Exactly. Fuck you, dude. Like, it's, it's, it is very whiny. You have, you, you have, they have so many advantages, and for some reason they're digging into this like microscopic, honestly, non-issue about, about the game. So... My advice, my legitimate advice, be don't listen to fucking pros. Just play the game. You'll get better at it. And and if they say that a gun's powerful, then then use it. What like if, why don't handicap yourself to prove a point to well, I don't know anyone really. Don't don't handicap yourself for it. Right, because I mean it's not overpowered for everyone, right? Some people don't like it. Like the bullets flash and it's sometimes hard to see yeah. like what you're shooting. So like. If you don't like that and it's not something that you're good with, then don't use it. It's good. It's not good for everybody. These pros make it seem like anybody can pick it up and use it, but that, that's not true. Yeah. I would say you're absolutely right. Like the pros live in a different world of like they expect this level of perfection, and even the these small minute changes destroy their world. But it's like for <laughs> casuals, man, like it's not overpowered. This gun is just fine. You can do this more damage in less time with a stinking prowler, like bro. Exactly. Calm down. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I think that's a pretty good that that touched on all the on all the points. You got anything you want to promote before we get out of here? You got your. Oh, uh, no, man. You got your golf channel. You want to shout it out? Oh, I guess that's true. In the making currently, still. Uh, just putting together my first episode with you know recording the audio and uh, some of the uh, footage. I got coming out Big Boy Golf. Oh, yes. uh, it's a, a golf golf channel kind of centered around uh, you know finding out if losing weight and getting in shape and lessons to see if you know what the actual impact on your golf game would be. So that's something you're interested in. Stay tuned. Hell yeah. If any of the gamers out there are also golfers, check out Big Boy Golf. We got your boy Aaron in there. He's an elite gamer. He's got, he's locked in. He's a lord. And he's and he's working on something else with that. He's got a new project coming out. So, hey, Aaron, thank you a million for being here. I appreciate it. We're going to game together again soon. You'll probably see us in your game. We're going to be aim assisting you into the lobby. <laughs> Next time he's streaming, I'm going to be like, oh, this aim assist is too strong. I'm turning it off. <laughs> I am turning off aim assist now. <laughs> anyway, thanks for being here. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Until next time, go play some Apex. All right. See you guys.